Hey everyone and welcome back to the News Agent Podcast powered by Good Lord. My name is Andrea Warmington and I'm the Senior Content Strategist here at Good Lord. Today's podcast is a recording of our webinar with Stephen Brown on how to grow your business using your current customers. Stephen Brown is joined by Ella Jane Coxwell, a Senior Customer Success Manager at Good Lord. And together they talk about how you can create new opportunities and drive more revenue from your existing customers. Um, This webinar is also CPD certified. So if you do want to get that credit, hop on over to goodlord.co slash newsagent and you can still sign up for the recording on demand to get that credit. But for now, let's get into it. Good morning, everyone, and thank you very much for joining us today for our first webinar of the year. My name is Ella Jane Coxell, and I'll be your host uh, for the webinar today. I'm a senior customer success manager here at Good Lord, and I'm going to be joined by Stephen Brown, who is a founding member and volunteer a volunteer mentor from Agents Together, a fantastic foundation uh, on a mission to build a better and more supportive estate agent and letting agent industry. We're going to be discussing today the very, very important topic of how to grow your existing business, Uh, a topic that's always important, but probably no more so than now when uh, stock levels within the letting industry are at an all-time low. Um, one thing uh, to note is that today's webinar is uh, CPD accredited. That means for anybody doing qualifications this year, this webinar will count to towards an hour worth of um, your requirements. Just before we get into the, the, the main event, a little background to Good Lord and who we are and what we do. We are a lettings progression platform and we'll take care of your documents, e-signing, payments and all the compliance pieces that go with it from the point that you accept an offer from a tenant to the day that they put their keys in the door. And in addition to that, we also offer additional services such as utility switching, a host of insurance products and uh, more recently, rent collection and landlord terms of business. And with that, I'd like to introduce our co-host today, Stephen Brown. Hi, Stephen. Hi, good morning. How are you, Ella Jane? Very well, thank you, Stephen. And yourself? Excellent, thank you. And thank you for inviting me to speak this morning. Um, Thank you for everybody coming on the webinar as well. I'm incredibly grateful. Um, I hope you've all had a positive start to the year. Absolutely. So along with Agents Together, uh, Stephen also runs a very successful uh, consultancy firm who helps, which helps agents across the country uh, reach their full potential called Stephen J. Brown Consultancy. And very, orig- um, very original name. <laughs> uh, one thing to note that today's webinar is going to be interactive. So please have your keyboards uh, at, at the ready. We will be asking a, a couple of questions because we're very keen to hear your thoughts and, and insights on, on the topic that we're, we're discussing. Cool. So uh, the, the, the main points that we're going to discuss today, all focusing around how to grow your business using your current customers. We all know that the cost of acquiring new business um, is high. And actually, there's a lot of potential with the customers that you already work with and already have, have forged strong relationships with. Um, so the three things that we're going to hit on are 
one question that can provide 12 new revenue streams. The second is how to ask better questions to find new landlords. There are there are, there are many out there. So how do we how do we how do we find the ones that are, are, are hiding? And finally, how lettings and sales teams can work together to find more landlords. Fantastic. Right, brilliant. So thank you for your kind introduction, Ella. Um, I would love to ask you a question, if that's okay with you. Absolutely. Brilliant. So um, can I ask, do you own your own property? I do, yes. Okay. And can I ask you how long ago you bought it, please? About two years ago now. Okay. And can I ask whereabout it is, roughly? You don't need to give me the address because I'm sure you don't want to say um, share it with all the 220 old people on here. <laughs> no, I might save that for another day, uh, but it, it's in the southeast. Okay, lovely. So, look, the property market has been quite buoyant in the last couple of years and prices have gone up quite considerably. Have you thought about taking some money out and buying a buy-to-let property? I haven't, in all honesty, no. Okay, thank you. Well, at least you own your own property, otherwise I would have been in trouble with that question. So, um, is it something you would consider if everything was right for you? If everything was right and and I I, I trusted I I had enough trust in someone to to help me along the way. Okay, so look, that one question can actually provide what we worked out. It's now thirteen revenue streams, so we're going to give everybody a bonus one today as well. Okay, so my question to everybody watching the webinar today is: Are you doing equity checks on all your landlords? Okay. So again, if Ella Jane decided to go and buy a buy-to-let, these are the potential revenue streams that you have by doing an equity check on Ella Jane. So first of all, potential financial service leads. Then if I sell Ella a property, there's potentially two conveyancing leads, potentially a stale fee, a surveyor fee, a removal fee, project management, the whole um, property, um tenant referencing okay fully managed property good lord rent guarantee good lord landlord insurance good lord tenants insurance good lord utilities so you've got plenty of opportunities to increase your revenue streams by asking one simple question so the easiest way for everybody watching on here to grow their managed portfolio managed book is to work with all your existing people. So if you've got 100 managed properties already, the easiest way to go to 200 is to go and get every single one of those 100 to buy one more property. Okay, now they know you, they like you, and they trust you already. So that's one way of doing it. So for me, what I would be doing is having an equity check on every single landlord that we've got, maybe people sellers as well and then i'll come on to the other you know other solutions in shortly mm. um thanks Stephen. That, that's really insightful there are a few uh, comments coming through in in the, the the chat to say that the slides aren't changing that is intentional so that we uh listen rather than read but there will be a recording of the webinar being sent to, to everybody attending today so that you can re re revert back and Stephen, just on on that point, um, how regularly would you be doing the, the, these equity checks, and and through what channels would you be reaching out to your landlords? Well, you've got a massive customer base there, 
So you've got previous market appraisals that you've been to. You've got um, let by other agents. Um, you've got withdrawns. You've got your own fully managed properties as well. So they'd be the ones that I'll be looking for. Um, the other thing I'll be doing at the moment is rents. I'm, look, my son's been looking to rent recently and I've been out and rents are going up considerably compared to where they are. So I'll be having conversations with everybody in my customer base. Look, the most important thing for me if I'm an agent is I want new landlords. So what gets scheduled gets done. So I would schedule 45 minutes of creating opportunities in my diary every day. And it can be done by every single person in the business. So um, it can be done by property managers. It can be done by um, the listers. It can be done by negotiators. Every colleague should be doing it for 45 minutes and then they see the results. Um, and, you know, it's just about asking better questions. So I want to... Talk about the better questions, but I don't want to get ahead of myself. Okay, no problem. And uh, I think that's a really good tip, actually, because it's easy to get, uh, we're all so busy, but by carving out the 45 minutes in, in, in your calendar, people are more are more likely to, to stick to it. Um, we've had a good question through from Jessica Sebastian. How do you do an equity check without being too invasive? How do you do an equity check? Okay, so I would research. So how long have they owned the property for? Okay, um, roughly you can go into land registry and see what they bought it for. And then, um, you know, if you've got a sales team, you can roughly work out what the property is worth today um, and have that conversation um, with the seller. So, you know, pot- so potentially, Ella, being in the southeast, you may have £100,000 of equity. You know, property prices in the southeast in certain areas have jumped over 20 percent in the year. So depending on what you paid for it, you've got quite a bit of equity in there. OK, understood. So, so it's about doing uh, as much background work as you can to kind of give yourself the best chance of having an informed estimate. Yeah, and then- do, you know, do some research. Look, date, your data is a gold bank. It really is. It's oil. You know, there's so much money in the data. And yet what so many people um, do is they chase the new landlord, they chase the new landlord, they chase the new landlord. Well, actually, the people that you've let to already know you. They already trust you and they already like you. So, again, have these conversations with them. And and one other thing I would add as well, because I'm sure there's going to be people on here watching that um, want to get let only and um, their let only properties into fully managed. So what's your stay in touch policy with your let only landlords? How many of you? And actually, we should have had this as a poll, but we don't. But maybe you want to put in the Q&A. Just um, I'm not sure if there's a chat here, but in the Q&A. Um, so how many of you? call your landlords 21 days after the tenants have moved in on let only to see how the tenants have settled in. Because normally you'll know within the first 21 days if there's an issue or not. And if there's an issue, then that's a great way to sell your managed services. And then likewise, how many of you call after one month when the first rent's due to have that conversation as well to see whether the the money's coming as well? How many of you break down what fully managed is on a daily basis so you know your your average fee i don't know maybe a thousand pound for a managed property but what does it break down to per day so actually for less than the price of coffee at starbucks 
this is what you get having an agent who will manage your property, take the stress out of it, deal with the calls, have trusted contractors, et cetera, et cetera. So again, have a proper stay in touch policy with your let only landlords to try and convert them in, into managed properties. And also um, having the conversation with them that, you know, their their fees are tax deductible as well. So actually, why wouldn't you want to use a managed agent? Because you can claim the tax back on our fees. So again, how good are we as letting agents having this conversation with our landlords to say that? Mm. And uh, it's really interesting because a few people have come through on the Q&A to say that that isn't actually something that they're doing at, at the moment. And you're you're definitely not alone there with the conversations that myself and my team have with agents Um it, it, with how time poor people are in the industry uh, it isn't something that gets prioritized but there is so much that a letting agent does on behalf of a, of a landlord um, especially with a fully managed package that should be communicated because they don't realize the full value in the service that that you're all offering um we'll spend a couple few a few more minutes uh, on on this question and then we'll move on if we don't come to your question and um, there is time dedicated at, at the end uh, for further Q&A. So I will try my best to cover them all. If we don't, uh, we, will, we will follow up um, once the, the, the webinar is finished. Um, a question from Henry Hammond. Do you think that asking, asking about equity checks could potentially encourage animals to sell if they realise the equity that they have? Yes, they may do. You know, some landlords are coming out of the market because there's so much compliance there that they've had enough of it. Um, others have realised, yes, you know, they have made a lot of money and potentially they will sell. But um, Henry, please bear with us because I'm going to give you some answers to um, help you with that question because there are definitely other opportunities to replace um, the ones that get sold. Perfect. And is actually released uh, differently across different uh, demographics, thinking particularly here about uh, more elderly people and, uh, yeah, more elderly people. Okay, so I'm not, um, equity release, I think is something totally different. I'm just saying, give you give them an equity check, ask them whether this is something that they would consider taking some money out, buying another buy-to-let property. You know, these people, potentially they've got one. Some I appreciate maybe accidental landlords didn't want to become a landlord in the first place. Others, it may be a, a career. I mean, to give you an example, um, I play walking football and I was um, I was just chatting to a guy and I asked him what he did for a living. And he said he was a landlord. OK, so just by having a conversation, it turned out he had 25 properties. Now I'm going slightly ahead of myself, so I'm going to stop there. But there are opportunities with whoever you speak to. So, we're, you know, for me, every single person you come across is an opportunity because you just don't know. They may be a landlord. They may be a seller. But it's asking better questions, which I think we're going to come on to now, which is the next slide. Mm -hmm. Perfect. That's a that's a perfect segue. Um, thank yeah. you, Holly. And on to the the, the next question, Stephen. Okay. Uh, so, how do you ask better questions to find new landlords? Well, I think we've got a poll here. So, if we can um, get the poll up, then we're going to start, start asking some questions. So, um, can I ask you, please? Can you fill this in? So, if you were a landlord, can you just put yes or no? Um, and then, if you are a landlord, can you put down is do you only have one property or is it part of a property landlord or if you're not a landlord? Mm. 
So please, can you fill out the um, poll now? I love this term property empire. We regularly refer to it as a, a property portfolio, but empire has a, has a nice ring to it. Look, um, I use empire, I use kingdom and I use universe. Why? Because it's an icebreaker. Okay. So, you know, when you have a conversation with people, you know, can I ask, is this your only property? Is it part of a larger property empire? People laugh and say, <laughs> I wish I had one. Or yes, actually it is. And you start a conversation with them. So I find empire breaks, breaks the ice. It may not be perfect for everybody. You may feel comfortable saying property portfolio. That's absolutely fine. Okay. So here we go. So looking at this. They're 35% of people on here are landlords, okay? And what's really interesting is 22% of people have more than one property, okay? So that's really interesting. So just by finding out questions, just by asking these questions, this is what I'm finding out. So I'm gathering information. I didn't know how many landlords were going to be on here, okay? So that's great. So I think there's another follow-up question to this. Okay, so I want you all to assume now you are not letting agents. I know that's tough, okay? But, okay, if you were a landlord, how often has your letting agent offered to take you out for a coffee to discuss maximizing your investment? So once a month, once a week, never. Um, and would you, if you're a landlord, would you be interested in maximizing, maximizing your investment? Yes or no. And I want you to assume, please, you are not letting agents. Okay. Because the people you're going to be asking these questions to are not letting agents. Thank you. Give you all a moment to answer. Oh, the results are in. So only 4% have been offered by the letting agent uh, to take them out for a coffee to discuss their, their investment. 96% of people on the webinar said never. And of those on the webinar, would you be interested in maximising your investment? 87% of people said yes. There you go. So what I would love to do is if you'll be kind enough to give um, good Lord your name and number, I will um, contact you after and then we did go for a coffee. It's going to cost me a fortune and I help you maximise your investment. So coming back to asking better questions to find new landlords. OK, that is a great question to ask. So, you know, every landlord on your customer base. Okay, so this is going through, you asked a great question before, what different categories on our customer base should we be asking these questions to? Well, there's going to be your existing customer base who actually may well have bought other properties through other your competitors in your area. So one great question I want you to ask every single landlord you're in touch with, can I ask you, is this your only property or is it part of a larger property empire? And if they say it's part of a larger property empire, when was the last time your letting agent offered to take you for a coffee to maximise your investment? OK, now, as we see here, 97 percent of people have not. Never been asked that. OK, yet how many of them? 88 percent of people on this said they would be happy to maximise their investment. OK, so again, great question. So if I share share a couple of stories with you, 
So I was doing some work for an agent in North London and they asked me to make some calls on their customer base. There was a really cocky negotiator when I walked in who said, Stephen, you think you're the bee's knees? Um, how many market appraisals you're going to book today? So I threw it back to him and said, how many are you going to book? And he said three. So I said, OK, I'll get one more than you thinking, oh, well, I don't really know people on here, but let's give it a go. So third call I made, this was to somebody they had been to a year ago. Very simple conversation. One of my colleagues came to see you a year ago. Can I ask you how have things progressed? Nothing's happened. Okay. Out of curiosity, what do you think your property's worth? I'm not sure. Are you curious to know what your property's worth? Yes. Well, I'm going to be in your road at one o'clock or four o'clock tomorrow what's a good time for me to pop my head around and give you an idea can't do those times but i can do um i can do next week fantastic so i booked that in then i said to um this person can i ask you is this your only property or part of a larger property empire and they said um well we're actually developing 21 flats around the corner would you be interested in seeing those yes and um, by the way we've also got 10 other branches what else have you got the long and the short of it was I had 39 opportunities just by asking that one question. OK, I then do a lot of work um, on this creating opportunities with agents around the country. Another example was an agent asked that question. Can I ask you, is this a, your only property or part of a large property empire? Um, yeah, no, we've got a few. How many is a few? A hundred. Can I ask you how many of those are vacant too? When can I get going? This was the best one. OK, this was somebody who started his first ever day. Asked that question. Can I ask you, is this your only property, part of a larger property empire? And it's part of a larger property empire. Oh, can I ask um, how many have you got? 760. OK, crazy. OK, but it's just by asking better questions in, in order to do that. So I'm going to ask you, so again, how to ask better questions to find new landlords. Um, Ella Jane, can I ask, ask you a very personal question? Of course. And in fact, I don't know. Can we just get the next slide up? Because I want to see it may, this personal question maybe on the next slide, if there is a next slide. So we're going to tell me there's not another slide and that was it. Could be it. The okay. next slide is the third question that we're discussing. Okay, fine. So... Let's get the next slide up then. How lessons okay. and sales teams can work together to find more landlords. Okay, no, we're going to come back. Okay, so go back to the last, please, Holly. Sorry about that. Right, so um, pers very personal question if you're happy answering it in front of 274 people on here now. You ready? I'm ready. Good. Do you have any friends, family, colleagues or neighbours that are landlords? One or two at a push. Okay. Now, do you think those friends, family, neighbours or colleagues would be interested in maximising their investment? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Would you be kind enough to introduce me to them? Yeah, I don't see why not. Okay, brilliant. So, again, are you going through your existing customer base and you're asking that one really simple question? Can I ask you, do you have any friends, family, colleagues or neighbours that are also looking to maximise their investment? OK, and here you go. There it was there. It was there. OK, so how many of you are 
Do you have any friends, family or colleagues that are landlords? Yes or no? And how many of them do you think will be maximising their investment, please? So another poll for all of you, please. Just give me a few minutes to, a few moments to submit your results. Right, so 85% of you have friends, family or colleagues that are currently landlords. And to the question, how many of them do you think would be interested in maximising their investment? Uh, six, 76 to 100% came out on top with 34%. Okay, so I think most people. So that's really interesting. Okay, so 85% of you no friends, family, colleagues and neighbours potentially that are landlords. OK, so again, you've got those people in front of you. Are you asking that question? You know, how many of them are happy to refer to you as well? How many of them will be at, interested in maximising their investment? Well, I know if I was a landlord, I'd definitely be interested in maximising my, my investment. And I also know what's happened with rents in the last year or so with my son's this you know with what's happened with my son you know people are paying way over um the asking prices on rentals at the moment my son was competing against 30 people on one property if he wanted it he had to pay considerably over the asking rent in order to get it so again that's another way of growing your business just by asking better questions to find new landlords okay so Sorry, Stephen, I was just going to ask one quick question. In your experience, um, whose responsibility do you see this as? Is it the negotiators? Is it lettings managers? Is it property management? Who is best placed within the lettings agency business to nurture relationships with, with existing landlords? And find every, single, every, every single person. You know, you want to give an exceptional customer experience. It shouldn't be over oh, property managers should do it, over oh, listeners should do it. Everybody should want to do it because you all want to grow your managed book. You all want to grow your um, landlords. You know, so everybody should be asking these questions. I drive my kids mad. Um, you know, their friends' parents come over and I start talking to them and I start talking about property and then I ask these questions. I mean, the. <laughs> I've I've picked up market appraisals in restaurants, in 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 um, hotels, in taxis, in saunas. I've got to be careful here, okay. But the, the best one was I, I was out eating a meal. I went into this restaurant and had a conversation. I just sat there the first night. The second night, because I went back, the owner of the restaurant came and we just started a conversation. And then I started asking them these questions. The long and the short of it was um, he had gone into witness protection. He had bought property 10 years ago and never heard from his agent. His wife had a property empire of 10 properties and she was happy to maximise her investment. So I left there with, on the next day, I went into an agent to do this training session. And I said, whoever books the most um, appraisals in will have a, land, a, a potential seller and a landlord to have a discussion with. The best thing was I got three mil as well at the end of it. He was very generous. So, I was going to say. 
But just by just by asking better questions, you'll be surprised. For me, I think everybody has a responsibility to find new business. Okay, and it's just by having conversations. Everything I've said today costs you nothing. Okay, it's just asking better questions. If you ask better questions, you know there's a lot of um, agents on here that built fantastic um, portfolio of properties. You know, but could they get more? Of course they can. You know, are they doing the equity checks? Are they asking them whether they've got any of the friends, family, colleagues or neighbours? Are they asking them if they've actually bought any other properties over the course of the last X amount of year? You know, obviously we had the stamp duty holiday last year. So maybe a lot of landlords bought properties that you weren't aware of. Are you asking those questions? You know, you've got the customer base sat in front of you, you know, you know, coming back to what you said and what I said earlier is schedule it in your diary. So for me, creating opportunities, business generation, I don't like the word prospecting. I prefer creating opportunities. Creating opportunities should be scheduled in your diary for every single person in your company to do for hard, well, for minimum 55 minutes a day. If you want to be the best estate agent letting agent, then maybe you do it twice a day. Now, I appreciate, you know, because I was an agent for 20 years, okay? So I've been in your position. I know how crazy it, how crazy it is. Um, it's absolutely mad lettings. But I've been there. I've done it. Um, and I know the best agents are the one that schedule it in your diary. Perfect. And just before we move on to the the, the final uh, question for today's webinar, um, often when you ask questions, you get rebuttals and objections back. And James Darcy in in the chat has uh, raised one potential objection that you might get from a landlord, which I think um, lots of us on on the webinar today will be familiar with. So the government's approach to the property market um, over the past few years has presented challenges to both letting agents and, and landlords combined and it's making landlords reluctant to expand their portfolio because of additional legislation the prospect of section 21 being abolished do you have any tips or, or pieces of advice to overcome concerns and objections practice them okay so i would write down every single objection that you were likely to get and um james this isn't going to work for everybody okay so, you know, the question is, can you get one more than you had? Can you get two more than you had? Are you asking the questions? But again, the best agents will practice all these objections and have an answer to them. OK, so again, the best agents will have a training session booked in for 30 minutes, maybe on a Friday, where they will discuss every potential objection that they're going to get and they practice it. So, Ella Jane, do you like sport at all? I do. Okay. Any particular sport? Uh, I like football. Okay. And what's your football team? Could be the oh, end I of a really yeah, good relationship. Say, we, we might see participants uh, <laughs> drop off the webinar if I reveal that, Stephen. Okay. <laughs> but look, 
professionals practice before they play. A football team doesn't turn up five minutes before kickoff and think, oh, we're playing um, Spurs today. It's going to be a really easy game. Or we have to turn up and, you know, they're useless anyway. But what they do is they practice during the week. They practice their tactics. You know, we've got the um, uh, Australian Open at the moment. You know, Roger Federer practices seven, eight hours a day. Um, I've just done a recent masterclass with Troy Malcolm, um, an Australian trainer, and they every Friday for half an hour, they will practice every objection. Okay. Now, the other thing about creating opportunities and calling is that sometimes your landlords do go into witness protection and they never hear from you again. Okay. Now, have a reason to call these people. So, um, James, you've discussed the various things going on in the market. So over the last years, you know, you've had um, EPCs, you've had smoke detectors, carbon monoxide. You know, they, all these are a reason to call your landlords or actually to call your landlords with your competitors to say, you know, are you aware of this? Are you aware that this bit of legislation is coming in? Are you aware that there were 47 different compliance legislations, rules that came in over COVID? You know, and I'll be having that with people that I haven't won the business yet, because if their existing agents not having that conversation with, you've got a good opportunity of winning that business because they're they're doing it. They're doing it. The other thing is I'm a massive fan of videos. OK, now um, there's a there's a, a, a lady called um, Megan 18 who does fantastic TikTok videos to educate landlords. So I will be doing loads of videos I'm not saying about tiktok but videos just educating all your landlords about what they need to do educate them to actually say have you seen this buy to let opportunity in such and such town you know and try and win them that way but videos is a great way you know so would you rather send an email to 10 people or would you rather reach 10,000 landlords okay so what i would do is and capture some detail as well, you know, say an e-guide. So if you're curious to know, you know, are you curious to maximize your investment? Click on the link below and we'll give you 10 tips to provide um, how to maximize your investment. And that's another great way of capturing landlords. There you go. You're getting bonus material from me today. <laughs> Perfect. Um Cool. I think we'll move on to the, the, the final question that we're going to discuss today. And lots of the things that have come through in the chat in the last five minutes are, are, are actually uh, relevant to this. So how do you work cross-functionally within a business uh, to find more, more, more landlords? Okay. One thing I'm just going to start with is with the letting agents and the tenants that they, they register. Um, and this is my experience, and I'm sure there's loads of exceptional agents on here. But a lot of agents, for some reason, do not take the tenants' postcodes Okay, when they register. Now, when I was at Green Company, we did an exercise and 80% of our tenants live locally. Now, if they live locally with a local postcode, there's a landlord address. Okay, Now, Green & Co. have been going for 30 years. We would then cross-check it with our customer base. And potentially we've been to see that property over the course of the last 30 years. But because you're not taking the tenant's um, postcode details, you actually don't know if there is a landlord there because um, you're not asking the question is one. So coming back, how can sales and lettings team work together? OK, so the sales team is going to register potential um, applicants 
that are in rented accommodation with postcodes in your area. So again, are you sitting down with your um, sales department and asking them to say, right, can I, can you tell me who registered? Okay. In the, yesterday in the past week, in the past month, who's got a postcode in our area. And then again, cross check it with your customer base. The chances are some of the time. And again, coming back, it's these marginal gains. Okay, it's these little improvements that are going to make the difference. So cumulatively, if you start doing all these things that I say, it's going to make a big, big difference. So that's the other thing. The other thing, or the final thing is you, the sales department is going to register buy to let investors. Okay, when they register buy to let investors, again, are they asking them? You know, brilliant. Thanks very much for calling today. What I like to do is um, put you in contact, introduce you as well to our rental department. Can I ask you, are you buying for income or capital appreciation? And can I ask you, is this your first buy to let property or is it part of a larger property empire? Oh, it's first property. Okay, great. Well, what I'll do is I'll get Ella Jane to give you a call um, to run through what you need, what you need to do. Okay. Secondly, um, if it's part of a larger property empire, okay, can I ask you, when was the last time your letting agent offered to take you for a call, um, for a coffee to maximize your investment? Um, never. Is that something you would be interested in? Yes. Well, look, what I'm going to do is I'm going to get my colleague Ella Jane to give you a call as well to introduce yourself, to explain to you about lettings is all about and organize for you to go for a coffee. Okay. So they're the opportunities. How good are we at maximising them? Um, from my experience, agents can be considerably better at maximising these opportunities. And again, everything I've said to you today costs you absolutely nothing. Just about asking better questions. Okay. So I hope that has helped everybody today. Um, I'm sure you've got more questions. Um, so, yeah, please um, feel free, guys, to uh, put more questions through in, in the Q&A. Um, I will come back to a couple that we haven't uh, reached throughout the webinar. But first of all, just want to give a shout out to Brendan Kay because he had a similar conversation with his dentist and managed to get a, a property lead from, from there. Um, Peter Greenwood has asked Stephen, um, if, if a landlord is keen to increase their, their portfolio, grow their business with you, but you don't have suitable properties available to them, would you help them free of charge in that search? Or is that something that you typically see other businesses charging for? No, that's an, that's a, that is an opportunity to get a finder's fee to say, look, what I can do is I can go out and I can find you a, a buy-to-let property. Um, I can't remember who it was. It may, it may have been Henry who said we're losing those to landlords. Okay. Well, maybe why don't you get, um, your existing, uh, another landlord to buy your person's landlord property that wants to sell? So again, you know, have that, have that conversation. Um, you know, sell it potentially to your existing landlord. Um, but again, if they don't want to pay you a retainer in order to do it, um, which again is an opportunity, then say to them, right, do you know what? Um, I think a local agent has got a really good buy to let property. What I suggest is, you know, go to them, 
buy it and then hopefully they come back and they give you the property fully managed so you're still going to create income and revenue but albeit you may not get the sale fee so i hope that answers your question peter Thanks, Stephen. And we've had a few questions through um, around relationship building, and uh, it's not unusual to not have standing relationships um, in the industry, particularly where there is quite high turnover. You've mentioned a lot throughout the the, the past forty minutes or so about taking clients out for coffees, um, which I'm a big advocate for, um, but. Not always possible, particularly uh, amidst the pandemic. Do you have any other tips for for building relationships? Zoom. Okay, everybody's used to Zoom. You know, there's 200 of people on here, 260 of people. You know, two years ago, if anybody mentioned Zoom, you think no. But now, actually, um, you could be doing your market appraisals via Zoom. You could be getting your tenant walking you around. Um, and helping you with an inspection um, via Zoom, showing it via your landlord. You could just have a chat via Zoom. So at least it's face to face. Okay, albeit you may not, you know, you may just say to the landlord, right, you know, you go and put brew on, I'm going to put my brew on, right, let's drink together. And, you know, so build build a relationship like that. But, you know, for me, it's just, I would, I would be putting, um, offers forward to the landlord via zoom now so i've got that face-to-face meeting or via facetime or via whatsapp and video there's you know there's so many different channels now where you can build a relationship but for me is you know at times even your fully managed properties phone up your landlord just to say do you know what i just want to say thank you you know thank you for giving us a business Okay, don't worry, I'm not phoning because your tenants are your properties burnt down. Have a nice conversation, but have a proper stay in touch policy with all your landlords. You know, don't get them where they never hear from you. Okay, there will be, you know, there are definitely, definitely, definitely landlords that have bought properties through your competitors over the course of the last, you know, the last year with stamp duty. So, you know, but building relationship is just giving useful information as well so if there's a reason to call so you know when there were changes in the epcs you know that's a reason to call people you know are you aware of this you know are you aware of this particular act that's coming are you aware of this are you aware of that um you know potentially again something if you want to capture new new landlords is have like some form of compliance tick list that you get people to um, as a call to action at the end of every video. So, you know, if you would like a compliance um, checklist to see whether you're compliant, click on the link below, okay, and we'll send you this compliance checklist, you know, and then again, you've captured their details, and then from then it's up to you how you're going to mature them to get them to become a landlord on your side. The other thing is um, community stuff. You know, so if you're doing a lot of community stuff, I know one agent that did fantastic stuff in his community and he got a call out of the blue from a landlord to say, um, I've seen the amazing work you're doing in your community. I've got eight properties. I like them bring to, I like to bring them over to you to manage. OK, which is absolutely in, in, incredible and fantastic. So, you know, there's many ways of building relationships. The other thing I would say to you um, is look at your contractors because your contractors, you've got a relationship with them. 
Some of them may work for private landlords. So you're having a conversation with them. Um, look at people that are spheres of influence. So, you know, what's your relationship with local accountants in your area? Accountants deal with landlords. So, again, you know, are you sending them, if you deal with a lot of buy-to-let, are you sending them a regular buy-to-let list, you know, with the yields on there? Um, new builds, are you going into new builds and giving them out yield cards, okay? To, you know, because there will be um, buy-to-let investors that will buy new new builds. So, again, plenty of opportunities there. But you've got to go out and you've got to speak to people and you've got to ask questions. Things don't come for free. Perfect. Thank you. I love that story, the, the, the community story as well. Thanks, Stephen. Um, I'm conscious of time and uh, Stephen hit on a few of the points that have come through in the last couple of minutes. Um, but as I mentioned earlier on, any questions that we haven't had a chance to answer live will be followed up on. Um, but don't want to keep you all too much longer. Uh, so we just have a couple of more slides. So. Thank you. I'm incredibly grateful for you all coming to, to watch this today. So um, about a year ago, I got involved in uh, I set up computers for schools. My wife sadly passed away a year ago. Um, and in her memory and in her legacy, I want to um, carry on doing this. And so far, um, 888 laptops and tablets have been distributed throughout the UK, thanks to the generosity of letting agents, sales agents, um, solicitors, suppliers, everybody. Um, and we've raised just under £98,000, which is incredible. And I know some of you been incredibly generous in this in supporting the campaign. My aim is to raise well over £200,000 and to get every business in the UK donating £10 per sale on a monthly basis um, to the campaign. So if you have five lets and you charge £10, I then send you a tablet that you can give to a school, your landlord school of your choice in your area. If you um, have 20, 20 lets, I then send you a laptop again to give to a school or of your landlords or your choice in your area. Um, all I ask is for your consideration. If you would be interested in getting involved or knowing more, I'll be incredibly grateful. Um, it's making a massive difference to the children who are disadvantaged. They don't have the facilities to learn. Again, there's a lot of homeschooling at the moment. And um, if anybody's interested in knowing more, please contact me directly. Um, it is making an incredible difference to loads and loads and loads of people. This is just the start. And I would welcome every single one of you um, to get involved and support it. So I'm incredibly grateful for you, um, good Lord, for giving me the opportunity to speak about it. I'm incredibly grateful for you actually um, staying on here and listening to this. So thank you. And for the people that are on here and already supporting it, thank you very much. And for people on here that want to support it, thank you as well. Please get in contact. Um, Ella Jane, Thank you so much um, for your time. Everybody, thank you for listening. I'm incredibly grateful. So, And thank you, Stephen, uh, for, for your really, really insightful comments on, on the topic of how we get more of out, out of our existing customer base and um, for the, the work that you're doing um, in, in the charity sector. It's, it's an incredible cause. Um, and just one final uh, thank you to everybody that's taken the time 
this morning to, to, to join us. Um, one final word from the Goodall team. Uh, we've recently launched our It's Just That Good campaign and it's built all around customer testimonies and their experiences with the Good Lord service and the products. Uh, you can check it out on our website and we'll be sending around a link um, which you can click on to grab yourself a free t-shirt uh, at the end of the webinar. Who wouldn't want a free t-shirt, hey? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you so, so much Stephen and everybody else. Have a lovely rest of your day. Mm -hmm.